What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Love and Rice podcast. Happy New Year. Happy New this Year. This is our first episode back in the new year, 2024, guys. Um, if you're new to this podcast or if you guys have only listened to a few episodes and you're not subscribed yet or you don't follow us, uh, make sure you do. We're on all podcast platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, uh, Google, iHeartRadio. Uh, we're also on YouTube and we upload every thursday at noon so guys uh please make sure to give us a follow um and heading into this new year i want to talk about a lot of uh things that everyone else talks about which is growth right right new year's resolutions and um it's a pretty big topic because i i don't know anyone who doesn't start the new year over yeah so i feel like Every single person makes New Year's resolutions, but I think the issue is that a lot of them, um, they don't really think too much into it, and they kind of just said like short-term resolutions. What do you mean by short-term resolutions? So they might say like, all right, I'm going to start hitting the gym, but they don't set like a, a standard or like a minimum that they want to hit. It might just be like, oh, well, I'm just going to start hitting the gym, and then they might go for like the first month. And then they'll end up not going anymore. So I think, mm. um, you know, when we're setting resolutions, the hard part is trying to set long-term resolutions that can like end up being a, a lifestyle decision rather just than rather than like a okay, well, I'm gonna do this, and then whatever happens after that happens. I see. So I think what I want to figure out this year is I want to do things a little bit different. Uh, we always. Like we strive to really work hard every year and be successful, right? Like last year, uh, we moved and we were trying to hit our vlogs hard. We were trying to uh, hit real estate hard, and you know, and then we have the kids going to school, and so there's a huge. There's a lot of transitions in our life last year, and so, and actually, that kind of feels like a lot of personal stuff because I was thinking this year, I do want to focus more on some personal growth. But I guess it's different now that we're a little settled in Vegas. Yeah, so I guess those goals were more of like a, as a whole and kind of long-term goals. And then I think for these now, uh, for me, like when I'm going through all of my goals for the year, they are uh, a lot of personal ones where it's yeah. like wanting to improve on myself or things that I want to do for myself or for the family or relationships and things like that. So what are some of the things that you want to do? I think um, one of the biggest things that I would want to do uh, for 2024 is I want to travel more. Yes, for sure. I, I think, uh, <laughs> okay, so I did a ton of traveling last year. But it's all to the same places. Yeah, it was me pretty much going from Vegas to LA uh, three to four times a month. Uh, I, Which I've, is a lot. Yeah, I looked at my miles on um, how much I drove. Um my brand new truck that I just got last year is at 18,000 miles, right? And I barely drive it in, in the Vegas city. So yeah. it's from driving back and forth to Vegas. 18,000 miles just there, right? And then I looked on my my airline uh, profile and it says that my miles that I've flown in the year is uh, 20,000 miles. Wow, that's a so, lot. I'm pretty close to 40,000 miles of traveling in 2023, but it's not what I wanted. Yes. Well, I guess the difference with that is that 
that kind of traveling it's mainly for work right and it's not so much for like fun and leisure right so i feel like with this year maybe um you know it would be a great goal for us to set like some vacations in mind think of places that we want to go to places we've never been whether it's out of the country like for me i've always wanted to travel to china because i've never been there i've always heard about your stories with your family and sometimes my parents will talk about it but even then like they haven't gone back so what are these stories that you hear that makes you want to go to china i think just hearing about your upbringing and how your family um you just recently you're showing me pictures of like the shacks pretty much that your dad was living in and how you know they would have like grave sites in the in their backyard right so right. if like a family member passes away you guys just kind of bury them in the backyard so it's kind of cool to see like where we came from and to kind of um be able to show the kids that i want them to see like that type of poverty and to kind of get them to be more grateful for all the things that they have because their birthdays are so close to christmas and they get so many gifts But at the same time, you know, we had our son who's he just turned four and he's asking us, are we going to get more presents? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you got so many already. Like, you should be grateful for this. And I think that they've gotten so used to us just always giving them stuff that they don't realize, like, how lucky they really are. So you want to bring them back to our village and our hometown to show them the poverty that their grandparents went through yeah. which is our parents and hopefully they'll they'll see um just the, the two different worlds right yeah i want that i want it to be an eye-opener because um well I, I get that right but the thing is our daughter's six our son is four right i think at four years old he might not remember this trip at six years old, I think Leia, she might remember the trip, maybe like bits and pieces, but she won't remember the whole thing. And I feel like it's a little too early to bring them to China for that type of mentality, right? Well, for sure, I want to make it a fun trip and I want to be be able to experience like all the good food, the street foods yeah. and everything that China is known for. But I would want to like incorporate that part of the trip just yes. for them to see it. And for even sure. I want to see it for myself. Yeah, too. I, I kind of want to tour all of China and take like a tour where you go from south to north and every three days you're in a different city. You go to all the, um, I don't know, like the Great Wall of China. You got to go to the temples and just so many places, right? How do you get around in China? Um, well, when you do that type of traveling, that's like a tour. So you take a tour bus with a oh, group. Oh, I see. Okay. And it'll take you to the from hotel to the museums, to the hotel, to, you know, like that. And uh, I think that it's a great idea we go this year because I want to go with my dad. Yes. My dad is getting really, really old mm-hmm. and he's getting a lot of health issues. And uh, I want to go with him before we can't anymore. Yeah. And all the times that you've gone before, you went with your dad, right? Just with my dad. Yeah. Because the point of me going when I was a kid was uh, to see uh, where we came from. But I was like 16 and 18 years old. So I remember remember those times forever. Right. You know what I mean? So even though the kids are too young to remember what we're trying to teach them, um, at least we can go with my dad because he's the only one that knows how to get us to the villages. Yeah. It's really, really hard to get there. But that's definitely on my list. And, you know, a lot of people say, I want to travel more, right? But do you really... Like, how do you set this goal and, you know, how do you not fall off from that? And I think it's, we're in January 
And it's really now we need to talk to my dad and say, hey, we want to go to China maybe in the summertime when the kids are out of school. It's going to be hot as fuck in the summer too. Yeah. You know oh, that? And humid, it's right? It's humid. It's sweaty. It's so hot. Like I'm going to be shirtless walking in the mountains. Is it smoggy over there right now too? Um, Only in certain areas. Well, I mean, I guess it's better that we wait anyway because of everything that's going on over there. So just <laughs> I mean, just it, it is what it is. But at the same time, like you have to... This is what I'm trying to get at. You're saying that you want to just wait a little bit and see what happens. That's how the goals fail. Okay. True. We need to talk to my dad after this podcast and be like, hey, we want to go in the summertime with you to China. Let's book it and let's set the date. Let's put it in our calendar. Now that we're in January, February, and that's happened, you know, we can look forward five months later that we're going to China. That's true. That's it. Yep. Okay. Now you've hit your goal. So no second guessing. No, just you think- just have to have the, the plan of actions. Right. Right. Once you put the actions in place, then you know it's coming. But if you don't do those actions, then you always be like, oh, well, we'll okay, see. We'll, we'll see. We'll book it or we'll see when we have time. Dude, just book your travels and make your reschedule your work around that. You know what I mean? So. And I think maybe trying to set a number of vacations that we want to take too because there can be somewhere we're driving there's somewhere we would have to fly whether it's international or local well you make a great point so one of my goals is i want to um travel to more states different states in the united states Mm. so what why that came to my mind is because there's this instagram post that was going around in the last year of uh 2023 i I think i know what you're talking about and so everyone is sharing these stories on instagram and it was the map of the united states and you put a blue heart uh on all of the state yeah i think it was a blue heart like on all of the states within the u.s that you've traveled to right right i i saw that also and then I was looking at all the states and I have barely gone anywhere. And I was like, okay, well, if I put any, if I put hearts on it, like it's not going to really matter because I've never really been anywhere. Yeah. So when I saw these stories, it was so cool because my friends, I see there's like hearts and dots all everywhere. over the map. I'm like, wow, they've been everywhere. So let me do this. And I do. And I start putting the, the dots and I'm like, oh, I've been to like four or five states. <laughs> that was, you know what I mean? Same for me. Yeah. And I'm like. And then, and then, so I posted it, and then people are commenting like, "That's it." Oh, really? You know what I mean, I didn't even post it. Cause so, of <laughs> like, I I think it's different when you're on the West Coast because California makes up like eight different states on the East Coast. That's why they have you know eight different dots on the That's East co- on the East Coast, and they're able to travel to different states within like two hours, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, but for us, we can drive eight hours, and we're still in California. California. So, after seeing that that little experience that I went through on Instagram, I was like, we got to go to more states. Yes. Like we got to go to the East Coast. I've always wanted to go to places, even like Montana and see the scenery. You know, like I've never even, I don't think there's anything to do there except nature, you know? Like I want to go to Colorado. I want to just do all these things where there's mountains, lakes, rivers, and just... I don't know. Maybe that's going to add to some peace and personal growth. Maybe that can be one of the plans for this year, like trying to do a road trip where, you know, we're driving through a lot of states and then we kind of go and look through specific sites, historical sites. Yeah. Like uh, heading to, you know, national forests and things Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, Like, so I think that would be really cool. But now here's the hard part. 
I don't know if we're going to be able to do that because the kids with are kids. in school. Mm-hmm. Right. So now we got to go with the spring break schedule, the summer break schedules. And that's difficult. Yeah, because you're planning a trip around everyone else's trips, too. And <laughs> you have to plan for traffic. It's just going to be busy. Right. But I think that's what it comes down to when you have a family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, we just passed winter break, right? Christmas break. And where did we go? We went to L.A. Yeah. Once. And then we went to Utah. Right. Mm-hmm. But we did all that in, like, maybe four or five days. Right. And we had, what, a two-week break? Mm-hmm. So, the other, so it's like we could have done... In five days, all the family holiday stuff that we needed to do, right? Going to LA, Utah, stuff like that. And then the other week, we could have really planned it out and did driving for five to six days and just go explore. Yeah. And I think with that, I I don't know if we were caught up more with like getting house chores and errands done and work that um, we didn't really plan that out. And I feel like this year, maybe that's... That sh- not maybe that should definitely be a goal of trying to have more of a balance where we try to get our work done ahead of time, not focus or stress too much about getting stuff done around the house because, you know, it- it's taken care of. But um, just putting that time uh, of making that trip a priority first and then trying to yes. plan around that. Yes, I think that you, you hit it on the do- on-, on the dot. So it's like. You have to make that a priority because when you earlier, you said balance, right? Really, it's no balance because if you want to go on the trip, then the week, one or two weeks before the trip, you're hauling ass with your chores, work Mm -hmm. and everything to make it a comfortable trip. Right. So there is no real balance. You're really killing yourself to go on the trips. But if you don't do that, you're not going to go. Yeah, but I think a lot of people. So going back to what I was saying, I think a lot of people get caught up doing the opposite so it's like everyone uh has their schedule for work as their priority and then it's like okay well i gotta get all this stuff done first work-wise and then we'll see if we can plan a trip around it so we kind of do it in reverse if that makes sense well do you remember how we used to go to uh hawaii every Mm -hmm. year or we just went somewhere every year it was hawaii the bahamas japan right and every year we went on a trip but we just scheduled the trips and then when it came down to that month, we worked we, around it. We worked around it. We had to stockpile all of our vlogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to create all this content right before it, right? Just so we could have a good two week break. Exactly. Right? So um, I don't think we've done that in the last year just because the the kids, the transitions and everything have been kind of crazy. We also had a pandemic that we went through for the last yeah. two years. <laughs> so we need to get back into like that is kind of the hustle mode to be able to travel. Yes. So um, those are definitely things that we want to do. And yeah, uh, let's put that into action. Yeah. So to reiterate that, we should be planning our trips first, having those discussions, try to book certain dates and know when we're going to go. And then when it gets closer, then we will work our the kids' school schedule and yeah. uh, work schedule around so it. So if travel is a priority then book the travel. Yes. Just know what week you take it. Don't worry about anything else except the open week. Book it for that week and then everything else will come into place. Exactly. That's it. So uh, travel was a great, is a great 2024 goal uh, from local to international. Now, what are some personal goals of yourself that you want to do? So personal goals for me, um, I want to be... Uh, more mindful 
of time. So I want to be, uh, I guess, not as distracted with maybe being on my phone. I want to spend less time on my phone, less time on social media. Uh, I want to just be able to be in the presence. How how do you be have less? I want to be uh, off social media more, but you are an influencer and need to be on social media. Right. So I think um, with the last year, uh, I just kind of took a break a little bit with social media. I would, I guess it became more of a task than anything else. And I feel like a lot of people have related to this because I've seen so many people actually post about it and are very open about it. And um, I just feel like with social media, uh, for this year, I want to be able to take some time and reflect on like the type of content that I'm pushing out, um, how I can post and enjoy what I'm posting, uh, not worrying so much about what other people are thinking or being judged. And also like, how can I post so that I'm happy with it and how I can help others and inspire other people? Um, I think that I, I think to be able to post on social media things that you like has to come from directly from what's going on in your life. Right. Right. So like last year you're posting about yourself, pictures of yourself, you know, and they're, they're beautiful pictures, you with the kids. It's just you. Right. But there's no like, uh, there's no hobby or passions that I see from it. Right. Yeah. So that actually goes to some of my other personal goals that I want to do. Um, I want to break out of my comfort zone and um, I want to start taking different classes, maybe learning new skills where I can um, start picking up new hobbies and find new things that I'm passionate about. Like like what? Um, I've always wanted to take singing lessons and okay. see where we can go from there. But you've been saying that for like six years. I Exactly. But this year, it's it's going to happen. Like this but is you the said year that, that last year. So this year I'm gonna do it for sure. <laughs> no, so so last year the difference is though that we had the kids mostly at home. Like Enzo was home with us every single day. He didn't have school. We moved. Like we had so many life changing events that happened where it kind of just it didn't. There wasn't time. But this year with both kids going to school, now I have no excuse to not do right. it. So. I, I get it. So here's the issue, guys. Uh, she has all these things that she wants to do. Right? She wants to take singing lessons and find new hobbies. So she needs to explore and do a hundred new things to find out what are the five things she loves to do. Right. right? And um, the problem is she set that goal in 2023, January. So we're talking about last year. She set those goals and none of it ever happened. Why? Uh, well, because the kids didn't go to school until August. So that's about eight to nine months of being with the kids, moving to this new house and just taking care of them. Right. right. But you still had four to five months after that to really do what you wanted. True. But that time frame, we were moving into a new house and adjusting to a completely. No, we new weren't. You're talking about last year. Last year? Last year we moved in here in November. Oh yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So because of all of that, like I was more invested in taking care of the house and making sure the kids were okay with school and adjusting to be like in a new state. Because even for me, like we're still adjusting too. So I, I felt like that was the priority. But um, you know, for twenty twenty four, I'm gonna focus more on you know self care, self love, and just improving on myself. So, so how so how are you gonna improve yourself? 
I think a lot of it goes down to me being shy or just like being afraid to try new things because I'm like, oh, what if I go to these singing lessons and I'm horrible and um, it's I get embarrassed and stuff like that, but I can't think like that anymore. Well, this is where you go try and do the singing mm -hmm. lessons and after you think you're horrible and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna keep going to see if I'm still gonna be horrible or not, right? right? And let's say you are horrible after oh. like 10 <laughs> classes and you're like, well, I don't this like this. This is not for me. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. Move on to the next that's thing true. that so you want to find. That's one thing on my checklist that's done because now I know that like, well, exactly. I tried it. What else can I do? That's what I'm saying, right? So when you keep trying new things and you check it off your list, okay, well, I tried it. Now okay. let's, I don't like it. Let's move on to the next thing and then the next thing. Like you don't know what your passions are until you keep doing more stuff, right? Yeah, I think the fear and is always um, people are afraid to try new things and then... Um, they end up seeing it as failing. So when I met Christina, she wasn't really like that before. And I think some of you are listening to this and you're like, wow, I never knew Christina would was so shy and things like that. And I think this happened ever since she had kids and she became a stay-at-home mom. And I think this is very relatable to a lot of moms who are listening right now. Uh, you guys take care of the household and the family so much that you kind of lose yourself, mm -hmm. right? You don't, you no longer have any passions for anything. You don't want to do anything anymore, but just stay home and be with the kids and your husband. And so now you become the shy person and it's hard for you to break out of this new shell. Yeah, because right? you're so not like, used to like socializing with people your age anymore because you're socializing with like little toddlers at home. Right, so you have to reinvent yourself. Exactly. So that goes into, you know, taking new courses, learning new classes. Uh, I mean learning new skills right i want to you know look into interior design i started becoming more interested in like photography i've even looked into like different um careers that i could look into um in nursing why why okay there's two <laughs> things that made me raise an eyebrow one was <laughs> photography yes right? so we've been in the youtube game for about eight years now meaning that we use a camera for the last eight years mm -hmm. we take photos we do videos um I knew nothing about videos and photos before we started our YouTube journey. Mm -hmm. And I would say the first five years, our quality looked pretty bad, right? Um, the editing was bad, the photos, everything, because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't go to school for it, you know, things like that. But now eight years in, I know how to take photos with great angles. I can edit it pretty well. I, I know what the videos need how to get great B-roll shots and things like that. And uh, I feel like I've progressed from day one of YouTube to now day eight of YouTube of now I feel like I'm a professional photographer mm -hmm. and a professional videographer. If someone wants to hire me for a job, I can do it as if I went to school and I've been doing it for like eight years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for you being in the same field as me, doing the same things as me, why is it now eight years later, you have this interest in photography and you want to learn more about it eight years later. Well, I think before we were focusing more on like videography and uh, shooting content, doing videos, but now I feel like uh, things have changed more where it's more focused on um, images and taking photos and stuff. So sometimes when I'm taking photos of us, like I try to 
make it look really good. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, what am I doing wrong when it comes to like maybe setting the exposure or saturation and things like that? And I'll try to play around with it, but I haven't figured it out yet. So I'm like, what if I take courses on it where I can actually understand like the technical terms for it and learn all of these other um, skills and tips to try to figure out how to take these pictures correctly? Yeah, I agree with that. I totally want to take courses to learn more stuff. Also, when you go on YouTube or on um, even just on the Adobe website, mm -hmm. they have tutorials to teach you all those things. And you just watch one video after another, after another. And you're like, oh, and just from watching those videos, that's it. Like you will know the next levels. Yeah, well, I do try to do those and I'll like bookmark um some reels or videos from uh, photographers and videographers where it's like, okay, we'll do this to the settings and I'll try it. I'm like, okay. But I think I probably would have to be like in a course where I actually have like someone speaking to me maybe so that I can focus because when I'm doing all of that, I'm home and I'm on the phone trying to, um, trying to understand what they're saying. But I also have the kids like right there too. Yeah, you just gotta tell them leave you alone or turn on the TV. It's, hard. it's so hard. You know what I mean? So okay, so it's cool knowing that you're now into photography because for me it started off with uh, when Leia was first born, mm -hmm. and then and then we wanted to take newborn photos, and I was taking newborn photos of her, and I'm like, damn, why does it look like shit? Damn, why is it overexposed? That's so funny. I remember those days you know? too because I would get like a furry blanket to try to lay it out and right. make it all nice and figure out the angles. We would put like extra things to prop her up. So we were just like, damn it. How we come tried. We can't, how come the we can't make it look like these people, you know, professionals? Yeah. But that's what started my journey of like uh, growth in um, videography and photography, you know. So uh, I applaud you for, for now wanting to do photography. Um what else do you want to do? Uh, so we got, oh, you said, oh, the other thing that raised my eyebrow, you said nursing. What? What do you mean nursing? It's just always been something that I've been interested in. I'm, I've just always wanted to um, understand certain types of nursing. And I don't know if it's like much, so much of being in a hospital setting or anything, because that might um, patient care or that kind of patient care kind of scares me a little bit. But maybe when it comes to like... Um, I don't even see that in you because when you, every time when you used to work in the corporate world mm -hmm. or any other jobs, it feels like you always uh, just want to come home. And so something like nursing, it's like dedicating your life to nursing. So you don't have much time. I, I think the hours are a lot longer. Mm -hmm. the the dedication at work is way more. So when you come home, I don't see that. Like, I feel like you've always wanted to find something where you can have more free time. Well, I guess it's not so much of like um, patient care in terms of uh, taking sick, taking care of sick people at the hospital and things like that. But it's more of like maybe going to um, nursing school to learn about uh, injecting and stuff like that. Injecting. Like, so like, so to help with like facial features. So it's not so much of patient care in that sense because um, I've always been interested in like, say like cosmetology and wanting to do hair and makeup, but I feel like that's something that I'm not the greatest in. But then I just started learning about like fillers, um, Botox and all of those things. And I'm like, that's kind of cool to learn about, you know? Why? It, I don't know. It's just, it's fascinating to me because there's What's, so many different things that you can learn about. And 
just by doing certain things because there's all these things where I learned from going to your aunt's place and she's showing me all these um, different machines and things that you can do to help with like uh, slimming the skin or helping with wrinkles, hyperpigmentation and stuff like that, stuff that you probably aren't familiar with. But I was like, that's really cool. I'm more comfortable with you learning things like, you know, in in the more science way where it's like, you know, the wrinkles, anti-aging and making yourself look better like that right yeah because- but then when you're talking about like injections botox and fillers i'm like <laughs> like i'm not like like i don't want to go hollywood you know what i mean like that's oh, just for sure. crazy for sure like, i mean that's why i haven't done any of that stuff but it was just kind of cool to be able to see it because like she was showing me all these things and at the same time uh there's like a bad rep for like caring about botox fillers and all these other things because we're not as familiar with it but there, I guess from our experience, we see the people who overdo it, right? So then their face is like so stiff. I mean, I it- just don't think anybody needs it. You can just be confident in the way you look. You know what I mean? True. But I think that there's a lot of different other ways that people can help like with their facial features and things that they're not happy about because if they have like dark circles or if they have all these yeah, wrinkles. Yeah, that's fine. And I know there's people are afraid to age, and they don't see it as like a graceful thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like dark circles, that's cool. Fixing the wrinkles in terms of like cream and some machines and shit like that. Yeah. That's cool, right? Like you can make yourself feel better like that. But once you start injecting chemicals into you, that's another ball game. That's now getting to like, that's too much. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I wouldn't want to inject people because uh, it. They're- I feel like there's a lot of uh, liability that comes with that. But usually when you're in those kind of settings where they have these technologies for like, um, um, what was it like, old therapy and all these other things with the machines, like it usually they have like a section for like Botox and stuff. So I think just being around that uh, element is so what I'm talking about. Is this still called nursing or is this cosmetology well, st- or is this like a nutritionist? I guess it really depends on what you're going in for because you would have to have um, a nursing license. Like you ha- probably have to be like a, a LVN or an RN depending on what you're trying to do. Oh, like, yeah. So even to be in dermatology, mm-hmm. you need you to still, have. Yeah, oh, you I have, see what you you're trying to do. You have to have do. a license. Oh, that's kind of cool. So it's more of, so I'm throwing all these things out there, but it's not so much of me wanting to do that exactly. But I've just recently become so fascinated with, fascinated with all of these things because i'm using like all of these creams at home i started doing red light therapy you saw me wearing my mask and i looked super crazy last night and it's just doing things like that which is not necessarily injecting chemicals but i'm like wow there's so many ways that i can help with my skin and be confident about it without feeling like i'm going to surgery in a sense yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. so i follow um Jessica Alba on Instagram, yeah, right? Yeah, me too. And then uh, I don't know if she did this video story or post and or it was an interview and someone asked her like, how come you don't age, right? Like, yeah. what do you do to your face? <laughs> and she's like, I put a lot of cream and lotion on my face. Yeah, like, you she have said to she moisturize. Uses a lot. A lot of her products, right? Uh, I'm sure. From honest. Yeah. I, I think well, I, I mean, saw that's that. why she created a, her own products. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, she just says she uses it a lot. So it's like, I don't know all the other stuff that they right. do behind the scenes that they don't tell the public, but I, I do get that you probably need to go really heavy. Yeah, and realistically, yes, like it does take a lot of moisturizing and and using serums and things like that. And sometimes it's not enough depending on your genetics and how how deep your wrinkles are. 
how late in your age did you start moisturizing and doing stuff so for everyone it's different yeah know? and it's okay there's nothing wrong with that all right so wow this sounds like a loaded 2024 uh are there some other things that you want to do um i do want to i've always wanted to learn a new instrument an instrument um yes but, me too yes and i think that's another thing uh that we need to do it's like kind of like holding each other accountable more with similar interests and goals that we have because we got you a keyboard for your birthday a few years back and i think you probably only used it like maybe a handful of times i hold you accountable for that yeah so, so that's what i'm saying here's, now here's, here's <laughs> what i'm talking about so uh my birthday 2020 there was a pandemic um or right before I, I don't know what it was but basically it was right before the pandemic she bought me a you know a piano keyboard and i said hey um for my birthday can you buy me some piano lessons yes right and she's like yes i would love to because i wanted to learn a new instrument all right i always want to learn how to play the piano I wrote you a voucher so, also knowing that like, okay, let, let's figure out where you want to take lessons and if we want someone right. to come to the house or if we want to go somewhere for you to take the right. lessons. And so we're going to do that and then COVID hit. Yes. And then now you can't take lessons anywhere. Everywhere shut down. Mm -hmm. and, and so, and then after that, it was just uh, out of sight, out of mind type yep. of thing. So that's why I hold you accountable for it because you that's still your gift to me. Right. And I feel like... You could be like, Christmas, all right, here's your piano lessons, or here's this, and there's that. Even though it's me that wants to do it, but it's like, I don't know, as my wife giving me the gift, uh, you left me hanging on that gift. So I, <laughs> No, but because I know you're so particular about the type of lessons you want, what you want to learn, no. the type of places you want to go to. No, I told you, let's just go to a guitar center. That's it. That's how simple it was for me. I said, okay. let's just go to Guitar Center. Yeah, and I, you know, I completely forgot about it until we started talking about this topic. So, yes, yeah, so we're going to hold each other accountable. <laughs> You're going to make sure I take whatever right. lessons so, that I need to. What's your instrument? Um, I I used to want to learn the piano, but I feel like I'm kind of more fascinated with the guitar mm. or the drums. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, here, here's my reason of why I wanted to learn the piano. I want to learn the piano because uh, with piano, we can also sing, mm -hmm. right? Whether I sing or you sing, I can play piano and you can sing because music is something that we really love together. We listen to music during lunch. We listen to music during dinner. Uh, the kids love music. Leia knows so many lyrics and songs. So we are music people. It's just we don't know how to play shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I always just thought, damn, how cool it'd be if I played the piano for my wife mm. and you know and just we can just sing and do stuff together you know and i thought that would have been cool so i also thought about guitar ukulele type of stuff but it's like it, it's hard you know yeah what I mean? for our wedding we i remember that you learned to play the ukulele and then um i was trying to sing what was it uh it was jason i'm yours mraz. by jason mraz and then we practiced every day until the wedding and then uh when it came down to it and we were who chickened out i don't know i think we both did probably you all i Mostly had to do me. was just play the ukulele i know and that was the one thing that i regretted because i chickened out and it would have been so nice and that was uh almost 12 years ago yeah 
when we're already like have those passions together. Yep. So, um, that's uh, is that personal growth? What kind of or yes. is that just something you want to do? It's personal growth because you're improving on new skills for yourself. So it's like self improvement, right? You are growing yeah. personally. Yeah. So okay, so this this kind of brings up like a uh, relationship stuff, mm-hmm. right? So. First, it starts off with our own passions, but it's a passion that we both like, and we could do different things, like different instruments or singing, and we're doing different things together. Exactly. And that personal growth and those skills will now add into the relationship growth. Yes. You know, so because we don't do anything together, then the relationship doesn't really grow together right. the way that we dreamt of. Yeah, so that's like I guess when I was setting my goals for this year, a lot of them all kind of connect to each other. Yeah, because you know going back to holding each other accountable, so it's like we're setting these goals that are very similar to each other. We're sharing we're sharing the same interests together, and um, there are things that we both can get excited about together. And like what you're saying, like you can play instruments while I sing with you, or vice versa, or whatever it is. But we're actually still doing things together and learning new things, which makes it more exciting. And um, one of my other major goals that I wanted to work on for this year was to improve on current relationships Mm -hmm. so it's with our marriage um with friendships now that we move further away um i want to try to connect with them and keep in contact more often check in on them uh with family i would love to like spend more time with them try to visit each other more since we are a little bit closer but the priority for me is um working on our relationship Mm -hmm. so i know in the past we've always tried to um have dates Mm-hmm. with each other and it, it almost became impossible um with everything you know kind of getting in the way but uh i would like for us to maybe try to set i i have to stop saying maybe because it's giving a chance for it to fail but uh i would love for us to be able to set weekly dates yeah and i think we've said this in multiple podcasts mm-hmm, right. and we said this throughout the years and uh you know I think the dates that I've set for us through the years is because I've set the dates. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are things you're saying, I wish we could do this. I wish I want this. Well, set the dates. Yeah. Go on your iPhone calendar and set the date. You know when the kids are going to school, when I don't have real estate stuff to do or other work and you don't, set the dates, right? All of 2023, you set the dates for you doing something new, which Mm -hmm. was going to a place called Pure Bar. Right. Which is, can you explain what Pure Bar is really quick in like 30 seconds? It's just more of a low intensity workout and it uh, implements or mix, it's a mixture of yoga and Pilates. Okay, so she goes to this class and she's like, I want to go work out more. Mm -hmm. And so you found the time slots to put in the calendar and do that like multiple times a week. Right. You know what I mean? So like... You can do that with the dates too. Yeah, true. I guess it's just easier because I know my own schedule. But then when it comes to your schedule, it just seems like you're always working. So I'm like, okay. No, so (laughs) this is what I do is when I don't see anything in the calendar, I start throwing my work in Mm, there. Okay. Okay. So that's... So if there's things on the calendar, I will throw work around that. Okay. So it's just like going back to planning trips and vacations. Just set the right. date and then we'll work around it. Because you're always saying like, oh, you work so much. You yeah. always work too much. Well, the calendar's empty. That's so you're going to pick work 
rather than I'm gonna be busy. I'm gonna keep myself busy. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on my personal growth, so I'm gonna throw that in there. Okay, because I have a new career. Yeah, you know what I mean. 2023 was the first year I did full time real estate. Right, my very first year. Right, I I quit barbell. I don't work with JK, and now it's just full time real estate. Yeah, before you couldn't really focus. I on couldn't do yourself it yourself or anything right, else because I was working with everyone else. Exactly. And so now with this real estate, in my very first year of full time, I was selling two to three homes a month. Yeah. Okay. I think I've reached very very close to twenty homes. Uh, yeah, probably pretty close to twenty homes. Uh, maybe there were like two months. Where they're like zero, right? But you end up making up for it too, right? So, the average real estate person sells four homes in a year. Wow, wow! I could be over twenty. I I don't even know. I I stopped counting because it's too much. I got so busy. So now my new goal for twenty twenty four is sell more homes than、mm-hmm. last year. You know, wow,、okay. especially because last year was the hardest year for anybody in real estate.、Mm-hmm. It was the highest rates they've、mm-hmm. ever seen in like twenty years or since the seventies or eighties. Yeah, right. So people were quitting being a realtor. They couldn't.、Uh, they just no one had money. They didn't have clients. Nothing. But I was killing it. Right. So now I'm thinking in 2024, I want to sell more homes. But how do I do that? Is I need to take real estate to the next level. And so,、uh, in 2023 of last year, I had a goal of starting a real estate YouTube channel,、mm-hmm. right? Doing home tours so that you guys can watch them. You can see the homes in Vegas. You can see the homes in LA. You can see that you can buy a brand new home in Vegas for four hundred thousand dollars. Like, I want to show you guys these things because I find them incredible and fascinating,、mm-hmm. and I want to share it with you guys because I think some people might like it too, right? And the problem was, people blocked my path, and I didn't hold myself accountable. But I had people come to me, "Hey, I want to start this new business with you. I want to do this with you."、Right. And I'm like, "No, I don't want to do it. I really don't." And after like a million times of saying, "No, I don't want to do it,"、um, they always say. How they tell me how serious they are, yeah. And I don't want to back down from any opportunities of investments, right? So when someone's so serious and they're they're pushing me, now I put all my energy and focus into this new project that this person brought to my、right. attention. Um, and so those things block my own personal paths,、mm-hmm. and so in the end. Things happen where those people who came to me who were so serious. They say, you know, I can't do it anymore. Like fuck, dude.、Yeah. This is why I didn't want to do this shit in the first place. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and I and I think that's why twenty twenty three was even though it's the most challenging year for you, I feel like it was probably the most fulfilling and most rewarding because with all of your work for working for other people in the past, it was very challenging for you because you couldn't do things that you wanted to do to help improve the company. Um, and at the same time, it was so stressful for you, and I can see the difference now because now all of the work that you do, all the care that you put into finding homes for your clients, like I see it firsthand, and you actually just help my longtime friends、uh, find a home. And when I heard you talking to them on the phone, you know, I I saw you wear the real estate agent hat, but you also wore the like caring friend hat at the same time. And I felt like you do this with all of your clients, but. You could have. You could easily just be like,、uh, "Just take this house. It's cool. I'll just make the money. You deal with your finances later." 
that's that's not on me but then uh, you're wearing that carrying hat where you're like okay well look maybe we can look for a cheaper house that's still nice that still meets all of your needs so you kind of go take that extra step to try to do that to help them that's what i do for everybody right. that i help not just a friend yeah that's exactly right? what i like just said like they went from looking for a million dollar home to buying a 700k condo and it's beautiful and they're so happy i know with the budget yeah you know what i mean because i told them guys it's crazy to spend six thousand dollars a month on a house yes it's a beautiful million dollar home but it's also six thousand dollars a month you don't need that. And, you know what I mean? And a lot of real estate agents won't do that because they just want to yeah, make that's the half money. Yeah, my, half my commission's gone. That's what I'm saying, but, though. Like, it's it's fulfilling to you because you actually care. So it's like knowing that you are doing it, yes, for the money, but also you actually really care about what your clients need. Well, because not... Uh, I'm, I'm here to help people build their life. Yeah. Building their life includes a home and that step mm-hmm. into the home not build their life with a dream home and then that's it and then they struggle they're they suffer and stuff like let's just find what you need now that's really really good and then in a few years we'll get to the next win in your life things like that right yeah and so like 2023 this is what i'm saying like you said that I, well, I was doing really well or something like that for my goals. But for me, I feel like I failed because every month I think about how I didn't start my real estate YouTube channel Mm -hmm. that I wanted to do. So I guess that's the difference though too, because you always, I think it's more of being appreciative of what you've done instead of always trying to do more and do more and do more. So it's like, you think you failed, but at the same time, I see all of the successes that you've had because you went from working for other people who didn't allow you to grow. Yeah, You were blocked in every single way possible and you couldn't do things that were best for you, right. I would say. And this, you know, in 2023, you actually were able to do it. And I think that's a goal that probably should resonate with a lot of people because so many people are staying in these jobs, they're working for other people, or just working in an environment or company where you can't grow and people are just blocking you, you're not happy. And that's a place that you're in before 2023. Okay, so uh, uh, I see the, the two points that's being made here. Uh, one is... Um, be grateful with the success that you had last year because you set the goals of being full-time and you did it and you outdone a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, which is great. And I, 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 every month I did feel grateful as we were getting these deals and they're happening, right? Because mm-hmm. I have a partner who does uh, the loan side and we're just, we're really happy about it. Yeah. You know, it's just... Uh, when I go back into not starting that real estate channel, it's the it's not that I feel bad about myself that I didn't start it. It's more of that I feel the regret and I feel bad that I let someone block my path, knowing that I didn't want someone to block my path. Right. So dealing with that regret is what eats me up every month. I, I understand that, but it's also kind of like uh, what you're saying, trying new things, even though you didn't want them to block you, you gave it a try. I didn't even get to try it. I mean, you kind of did. And well, I tried their thing. I didn't get right. to try my thing that I okay. wanted. So that's what I'm saying. Like, guys, this is very, very important for any goal you set for 2024 is 
don't allow anybody to block your path. Okay, that's that will destroy your whole year. Yeah. Don't let them block your path. If you are set in wanting to do something and you know it's good for your uh, of yourself and your passions, do it. Don't let anybody block it. Yeah, and whether it's intentional or not, like some people come in and they're very uh, motivated and enthusiastic about things, but life happens. People get busy. Right, and things then, happen. Yeah. And yeah, I don't hate people for blocking course, my path. Of course, I hate myself for being like, you knew what you wanted. Just yeah. you got to be harder on your nose and be like, I'm sorry. Nope. Yep. That's it. Yeah. You know. And going off of that too, I noticed that a lot of people have set resolutions this year uh regarding friendships and just um like relationships with whoever um i think that's like the biggest theme i've seen so far so it's getting um removing friends that are not really friends people who um, kind of bring out the worst in you um i've learned this last year that it's it's hard to maintain um friendships because you know over time even though You've been friends for so long, you try to hold on to that friendship just because you've had all of these years invested together. But at the same time, if a friendship, a relationship no longer serves you, it I think it's time to like remove them. So that's why one of my goals is to um, connect more with the friends that are actual like real friends who have been there over the years. Uh, no judgment who um, enlighten you and make you feel good about yourself. Um, the friendships where you don't talk for so long and then once you see each other again, you kind of just pick up where you left off. So it's like focusing on the friendships that really matter and letting go of the friendships that you're pushing to try to save when it no longer serves you. So that's actually something that I thought about too. Uh, every year, uh, people, uh, they they go on their social media and they start deleting people off their, their friends kind list. Kind of like a cleanse. Right? Yeah. yeah, they cleanse it because... There's a lot of people we don't talk to anymore, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so um, <laughs> I want to do that too. Uh, but I want to be able to just really look at all the connections with the friends that I have now. And and like you said, keep the connections of, of I don't know, I, I, the friends that have always been there, our longtime friends that we've always talked to. Like we need to try harder and stay connected with them especially exactly. because now we live in vegas mm -hmm. and our friends still live in la you know it's uh but it's also hard when you have families right like right. it's really hard um but it's just making more of an effort to connect with the people that you really want to connect with yeah and you can and you know who those people are you can tell because they're the ones who reach out or if they see that we're in town they reach out to us right you know and they sincerely care and when you actually see them you get that good feeling that you have just being around them right yeah so yeah i think uh what, what is that like uh holding yourself accountable for for more loyal to your more loyal friends or like what yeah just focusing more on the people that actually matter in your life and that have more meaning to you that have been there through all of your hardships yeah 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 i totally agree with that that's a big thing for 2024 is just um having more uh true connections with people mm -hmm. and and rather keeping than, those yeah rather than surface level friendships yeah um Wow. So that's a lot of goals for 2024. I see a lot of our personal growth. I see a lot of career growth. Um, are we going to make these things happen? I, okay. So to go over everything that we just said, 
the travels, 1000% is going to happen. Yes. Because we're going to set those in the set next the month. Set the dates first, right? and then everything else will fall into place. Uh, I would, I would I'll probably just start setting them in the next couple of weeks, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, then what about the career stuff? Um, like, I, I know the uh, your passion stuff, your hobbies, like right. singing, instruments, mm-hmm. um, photography, those are very easy to set. You can start now researching Yelp, Google, who you want to book with right. and get those booked in the next week or two. Cool, right? Uh, but the career stuff, those are your life-changing things where like it's not just like progressive in terms mm-hmm. of like your hobbies that you want to do. And you can just kind of say, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. But with the career thing, that's huge. Yeah. So is that really a goal for 2024 or like? I think the, the the goal mostly is not so much of like, um, what is my next career? It's more of tapping into all these different things, seeing what things can become um, new skills that I've just learned for myself, uh, what ends up just being becoming a passion or what ends up being a passion that turns into a career. Right. So it's not me looking into these things thinking that it can be a career. It's more of like, what can I be passionate about and find things that I really enjoy in life and then taking it from there and see what can turn into a career. So maybe in terms of like not really looking up nursing schools and things like that, it's more of figuring out uh, or, or more of just doing like uh, going to the rabbit holes of cosmetology stuff and your skin stuff and aging stuff and seeing what piques your interest specifically yeah and, and now seeing if you want to go into that or not yeah because so. they all take um different licenses and some some of them you have to go to like technical schools so it just really depends if i look into it and i'm like hey i don't know how i feel about this oh this is going to take this many years oh wait this involves this you know it, yeah. it takes actually going into that and diving deeper in the rabbit hole and seeing what everything requires all right so here's this setting dates for travel setting dates for, for ourselves a relationship right yeah um hitting up our deeper connected connection friends more Building right relationships and, yeah. and and making trips to go see them right or telling them to come here mm-hmm. stuff like that uh and then in terms of like for my career stuff you know last year was our first year full-time this year i'm going full-time as well in real estate and uh you always ask me like, oh, are you going to do this for a long time? And I'm like, I have no idea. This is just something new. This isn't, I don't know if real estate is going to be a forever thing for me. I also would like to continue finding more passions and see if careers can change into those passions mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? But um, I would love for real estate to grow like this. And so if it does explode even more, I can have other, you know, start a team, have an office, have the team take care of things while now I can do other things as well. Yeah. And that's why I've also looked into um, real estate as a career also, but we'll see what happens with that since we're always working all the time with each other in other aspects. (laughs) Yeah. So I think we got a big year ahead of us, but it's very realistic. And I think that's the most important part is being realistic with your goals. You know, every year people say, I'm going to start working out. I'm not setting that goal because I don't really care. Well, I, but today, this morning, yeah. uh, I whipped up some scrambled eggs and avocado. And there I was like, go. after we record the podcast, I might just go work out. Are you going but to? 
I don't know. And I didn't set it as a goal because if I don't go work out, it's not going to kill me. Yeah, I so, think when it comes to working out, uh, specifically, that's what everyone wants to do. It's more of setting a reasonable time frame. So it's like not like, oh, I'm going to hit the gym every day really hard. I'm going to diet. I'm going to do all of these things. It's more of like, you know, well, okay, well, I'm going to work out if I can once a week. I had those goals last year and uh, I was going to go hard with the gym mm -hmm. and then I fell down the stairs and my back injury took like two to three months to recover. And then after that, I played basketball and someone kind of like popped my shoulder in and out. And that was another like three to four months of recovery. So after that, I was just like, uh, uh, I'm not going to set no goals for working out because I can't lift nothing. Right. So now I don't have the goals of that, of, of working out, but I'm also thinking I'm going to be 40 this year. Yeah. I don't think any of you guys knew that. This is a secret. I'm going to be 40 years old this summer. And so now I'm thinking, do I want to at least feel better and look better by the time I'm 40? What, when I was looking into how to properly set goals for the year, um, one of the goals that they suggested was, you know, focus on your fitness and not so much because of how you look, but like work out like your like your life depends on it because it might not depend on it now but in the long run it's gonna have an impact on how your life is gonna be down right. the line someone told me they said that for males i think they said at 50 is when we're at our strongest but you have to work out in your 40s and 50s to reach that if not mm. you start shriveling up yeah so uh, something about some sort of chemicals in your body where at 50 like it, it, you get very strong so okay um i don't know so we're gonna hold each other accountable and i think we need to focus out? on no, yeah. i'm already stressing out from working out i don't want to hold each other accountable for no that. We're, we're gonna hold each other accountable accountable because we still ha we have to because we had kids at a later age we have to make sure that we can physically keep up with them because as they get older they're gonna get more active we're gonna want them to be in sports other extracurricular activities and we have to make sure that we can keep up with them and be healthy for them because if you don't take care of yourself and you get too old and you can't function and do anything because all of your muscles hurt like who's gonna take care of you exactly <sighs> So we got to do stress, it for ourselves and stress. our family. These are the stress <laughs> goals of 2024, guys. Oh, my gosh. Be realistic. Uh, I, I do agree with her. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to make it the top because there's other goals that I just want to focus on. And I'm not going to let her block my path. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I'm just kidding, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode of our New Year's resolutions. Please comment down below on your uh, if you're watching on YouTube or even on Spotify you guys can comment and tell us your New Year's resolutions so you guys can come back on this episode next year and look That's at your cool. own resolutions and see which ones you've reached and reply back to your own comments and say I hit this one I didn't hit this one I would love to see those yeah make guys. that a goal so, so you remember <laughs> to come back make sure to That'd follow cool. us uh, if you haven't we're on YouTube Spotify Apple Amazon uh, iHeartRadio and and Google. Uh, so please, uh, we got a lot going on this year. Yep. That reminds me, one more thing that I wanted to really make a point for this episode was that I want to do a gratitude journal or a gratitude jar. And that's um, maybe on a weekly basis, writing one thing that you're grateful for that happened, like a, a, a could be like a life-changing event, but something that just made you feel good. 
go back to it at the end of the year, go through all of those things again. People do those every morning. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, realistically, be, be, that's not going to happen for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to do what makes you comfortable yeah. and what's realistic to you. Everyone's different. You don't need to listen to all these other gurus and things like that. Just Count do your blessings. Yeah, do a little bit at a time if you need to. All right, guys. Yep. So, uh, happy New Year's. I hope you guys have a very successful 2024. I wish you guys good health um, and just great career paths and everything you want to do. Just, I wish you guys a really great 2024. Uh, and we'll see you guys on the next episode of Love and Rice.